All right. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Pause. I'm glad you've tuned in for this episode. Um, this is our first B-side episode that we're releasing since we started this concept of A and B-side at the beginning of January. As we all know, this year has been a little bit different and our initial anticipated format for the B-side, we just ended up being too busy for. So you might only ever get this one B-side episode. Who knows? We're just going with the flow. But anywho, um, this episode is short and I'm going to say sweet. And it's just really explaining who we are at ABSI who our community partner is, ABC'd, and talking about the differences between the two of us. So ABSI is social innovation, ABC'd is the social economy. And I really dusted off this episode. I think we recorded this back in, oh gosh, it's sad to say, but I think it was January, <laughs> January 2021 when we recorded this episode. And we just never got it released and it's just kind of been sitting in the back of the studio and I found it the other day and thought, you know what, we had some great insights in this into the difference between social innovation and social economy. So I wanted to share that with all of you. So anywho, it is a very old episode that we uh, dusted the cobwebs off of and recut for your listening pleasure. So in this episode, you will hear four voices. You'll hear myself and Babs Weber, the facilitator of ABC Connect. And you'll also hear two voices from ABC. So we've got Christine Spottiswood, who is a project lead, and Brooks Hanowitz, who is a member of ABC. So this episode is yet again a different flavor for pause. Um, kind of just a quick educational episode. Uh, I'm going to say a definition episode. Really, what are the differences between these two organizations and the type of work that we do? I hope you enjoy Hello and welcome to my fellow hosts who are joining me in the quote-unquote studio today for our first B-side episode of this season. So for today's, we're just going to take it easy and introduce you to who we are and the companies that we work for. So I'm going to pass it over to Babs, who's going to introduce you to our fellow um, to our fellow hosts at ABC. And also, I should mention our acronyms. Um, ABC Connect stands for Alberta Social Innovation Connect. And ABC is the Alberta Social Economy Ecosystem Development for reference before we get going here. So Babs, I'll pass it over to you. Hi, I'm Babs Weber, and I'm the interim uh, facilitator for ABC Connect. We have a very solid partnership with another group called ABC, Alberta Social Economy Ecosystem Development. And they are a group we've worked really closely with who are a little bit more on the social finance end of things. So our partners over there, Christine and Brooks, are fabulous, fabulous people. We really enjoy getting to hang out with them and chat. It always ends up being a real laugh. So with no further ado, uh, we'll turn it over to uh, Brooks and Christine to introduce yourselves. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. I figured that the biggest thing our listeners are going to have a trouble with is figuring out all these three women's voices, who's who. <laughs> I feel like uh, everybody's going to know who Brooks is really quickly because he's the only dude in the group. That's true. Yes. Although I can, I can go high. I can, I can up the oct octave a little bit, disguise my voice. 
Or maybe <laughs> Elise, you could do that for me. Okay. It does mean if Brooke says something dumb, though, he can't blame it on anyone but himself. Yeah, that is really unfortunate. <laughs> exactly. I stand out every time. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe tell us a little bit about social finance and social economy. What the heck is that? Uh, yeah, so ABC'd, which is the Social Economy Ecosystem Development Project, was started um, last year, or I guess in the late in 2019 and kind of began formally in 2020 um, by a whole bunch of leaders in social enterprise and social finance from across the province. So there was a recognition that there's a lot of really good work being done all across the province by really amazing organizations in Edmonton and Calgary and, and rural Alberta and Fort McMurray and, and Red Deer and, and the Southern region. Um, but these things were often disconnected and there wasn't a lot of like collaboration or connection between them, or at least not formally. And so that group came together and um, actually put together funds to, to fund Christine and I to really think about what the ecosystem can look like and how do we build a stronger social enterprise and social finance ecosystem in the province. And that's really what we mean by the social economy, is that those actors that are playing a role, not only in creating social enterprises and social finance, but also in all the intermediaries around that. So you have groups that, um, you know, might be creating incubators, might be helping, um, you know, startups go through the process of, of getting their business online. And then you have social finance intermediaries, which there are a bunch of different uh, modes of that. Um, all working to support those enterprises to to grow and scale and develop their businesses, and and the social economy, um, you know, is a broad kind of uh, uh, umbrella for basically a, a number of organizations that are working on social enterprises and social finance, and those organizations can be nonprofits, charities, cooperatives, um, and and other kind of mechanisms like that. So. What's really fascinating and interesting about our work is that we, and, and hence the, the real deep connection with ABSI is that we kind of collectively work with and touch all these different organizations. And it's really a matter of what are the motivations of those organizations and where do they want to play. And, and so, um, and we'll get to this obviously, but that, that bridge between the social innovation and the social economy side is, is really, really clear. And, and hopefully over these conversations and others, we can get a lot clearer on that as well. So what makes a business a social business rather than just a regular old business? Christine, you look like you have some ideas on that. <laughs> no, I'm laughing because that really depends on who you ask. Um, the definition of social enterprise can vary. And if you want to get a lot of people with a Friday night beer and throw that question on the table, I think you'd get some very colored responses. Um, generally, I don't have our definition in front of me. Um, specifically, but I would consider it, um, we try to focus on social purpose organizations. So organizations that have more than just profit as their bottom line, um, that can, but a little bit more beyond just, oh, we donate a percentage of our proceeds to a charity. That's not quite what we're looking at. So whether that's hiring inclusive or, um, Brooks, you can step in with some examples because I always kind of fall flat on this one. I have, I have the right answer as to what a social, Good. yeah, it's a market-based, I'll, I'll use the like definition. You use jargon. Yeah, I'll use the jargon. So it, it's uh, using market-based solutions to solve social problems. Like I think that that's probably the easiest way to like really look at. So if you think about, um, you think about a business or you think about like market-based solutions to things um, that, that can, in an existing business, right? Like, Amazon or something like that, like that is a market-based solution. People want to buy products online and they can use that. 
well, this is using those same kind of mechanisms, but to, to address social issues. And that's where it differentiates from like, let's say a traditional nonprofit or a charity in the sense that like you wouldn't necessarily say everything that a nonprofit and a charity is doing is a market-based solution necessarily and doesn't, you know, grow and scale and kind of operate in the same way. And so that's, that's the distinction that, that I personally have been using. And I, th- I think it's a good one because it does, you know, as Christine said, there, there are a lot of, um, debates and, and kind of rhetoric around what a social enterprise is. But really, if you look at it and kind of break it down, market-based solutions to, to social problems. And some of our colleagues will say like, nonprofits are social enterprises, right? Like they are using, they're providing services that, and their customer just happens to be government. And so there is a, a distinction there too, that I think is really interesting that, that widens the tent for the people that we're working with and what we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm sure that if people are listening to this, they know what social innovation is. But in case we have somebody where this is their very first episode, uh, maybe we should take a stab at talking about what social innovation is. Did you want me to take a stab at that, Elise, or did you want to jump in on that? I want to hear this. I'm excited. I'm excited to tell me what social innovation is. This is great. <laughs> Babs, you said, we're going to take a stab. And I'm like, I think Babs should take a stab at innovation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so social innovation is about uh, trying new solutions or old solutions. It doesn't have to be a brand new solution to be able to create a permanent measurable change uh, to complex problems in society. Um, and so some of the things that are important in there is the idea that you're trying things that you're measuring to be able to see if there is a change that's happening as well as that you have this idea that it is a social impact that you're coming towards, whether it's people or planet, that you have that impact that's going to be having some good social good purpose or environmental purpose out of that work. Uh, so there's a whole bunch of different tools in the toolbox. Um, nobody hopefully is sitting there saying, we are going to have social innovation and do social innovation, and therefore we have social innovation as one of the things that we do. It's kind of like sitting there and saying, we are going to have a hammer and a hammer we will have and we will use our hammer to hammer and that is our purpose. Um, It's just, it's a tool to try and kind of get to some of those complex, wicked problems that are at the root of um, a lot of the different inequalities and inequities and, and divisions and problems and challenges in our lives. One of the important things is about trying to make a permanent change, whether that's coming in from a market area or if it's coming in at a cultural level or at a policy level. Those can all be places where we look at doing social innovation. Um, But at the root of it, a lot of it just kind of comes down to people having a bit of a creative curiosity-based mindset of asking the question, how might we change this and how might we know that we've done that? And that's where social innovation comes from. We often sometimes will start with our heads up in the cloud, whereas on the social finance end of things, our friends tend to be a lot more practical about, okay, and how who's going to pay for it? And how are we going to actually have that happen? We start on the social innovation side more with let's get this idea going. So that's a little bit about how we go together. I mean, it's kind of a little bit like, you know, limes and coconuts or peanut butter and jelly. I like to think that we go together, right? Oh, yeah. I, I really like that distinction mm-hmm. of like, 
social innovation being the idea generator in a lot of ways, and then social enterprise and social finance is the mechanism to make that stuff happen and make it um, sustainable and and mm-hmm. actually like where the rubber hits the road. I think I, I would, yeah, I, I wonder about like social innovation. One of the things that I've been really interested in is, is like, how do you move from the kind of theoretical to practical? And I do think that the social economy is a way to do that. It's not the only way for sure. Um, but it, I think it's a good mechanism to kind of move in those areas. Like if you think about innovation on like a tech side or something, right? If you think of innovation more broadly, I mean, I think we don't differentiate between innovation and like Elon Musk, right? The richest man in the world kind of thing, right? Like those things are, are go hand in hand. And I think that there's something around this idea of how do we take these ideas and make them into something that can be, can grow and have a bigger impact and, you know, be the, the biggest impact in the world. Yeah. Not just having profit as that bottom line, but having the people behind it as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I feel like I, I need one of those like, editors keyboards or then i can just click applause now and then (laughs) and we're done now everybody can just go home we've solved the whole issue of an ecosystem yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right i gotta i gotta go so Mm -hmm. thanks so much for setting this up this was fun yeah it was fun okay bye everyone bye everybody Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Pause. We appreciate your listening ears uh, and your insight into what you thought about this episode. So please do let us know. As well as if you have a story that you would like to share or know somebody with a story, please get in touch. We're always looking for guests on the show. In the spirit of reconciliation, I'd like to acknowledge that the places we live, work, play, and now record podcasts from uh, are situated on lands that were until relatively recently cared for exclusively by Indigenous people. We acknowledge the past, present, and future generations of First Nation, Métis, and Inuit who have traditionally gathered in and cared for the land. Have a fantastic rest of your day, everyone. Thanks for listening.